welcome to another episode of Unpacking Love. So excited to be bringing you guys a lot of different topics and just keeping you posted on what's going on outside in the world of dating and relationships. Today, I'm so excited to be talking about what is called a dating pact between a group of friends. And so I'm pumped to introduce Michelle in the house. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hi, Michelle. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to have you here. And for people who are listening, Kelly, you can tell today we have two Michelles and you can tell we have very different voices. She has a sweeter, you know, a sweeter voice to hear. <laughs> and you bring the energy. Okay, well, if you want to give me that. Yeah, she's the sweet and I'm the energy. And then we've got Garabit in the house. Garabit, what's going on? All good over here. How are you, Michelle? Pretty good. So excited to have you both come on here. So, we're all gathered so we can learn about the dating pact that you guys have. So who wants to kick us off and tell us what this dating pact is all about? So I guess, did it start, I, I actually need Michelle to like fill in some of the details here because um, I think I got added to the group a little bit on the later side, but I feel like it started at the end of 2021, like right, like right around Christmas time, right? And we- I think we thought of the idea at New Year's. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And like, we had this idea that we would like go on one date a month with different people and like basically report back to our group and say how it went. It's a really basic premise, kind of like a book club, (laughs) but way more fun, obviously. We've been doing it for almost 14 months now. Crazy. Oh, wow. That, that's a long time. So you guys started New Year's 2022, last year? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And how many people um, are involved or like were involved in this thing when it started? There's eight of us. I think it's been the same eight all year. Well, some of the people have changed. Like some people, like one guy moved away, two people were added. So like it has changed a little bit, but like Similar size, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And also, I think going back a little bit, so for the people who are in the group, the group of eight, are you guys all friends or like, you know, is it that some random people were added onto the group? Yep, we're all college friends. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, cool. So let's talk more about this, right? And Michelle, you can you can explain this a little bit more. So Garibet just said that the initial thing was that it would be one date per month and with different people. So what is that all about? And like, is was there like a penalty if you didn't go on a date for the month? So tell me more about that. Funny that you should ask. There is a penalty if you don't go on the date and a reward if you do. Um, that was part of the motivation for this um, is we were talking about how it can be really difficult dating, especially online dating um, to one motivate yourself. Um, if you know, it, it takes a lot of effort and then, um, you know, you might go on a date, it didn't go well. And then it's a lot of effort to put yourself out there again. But, mm-hmm. um, so that's number one. And then two, you don't end up chatting about all these dating stories with people, which you end up having some funny ones. And so those are both really the main motivations. Um, and so we came up with this idea that if we all met up, at the end of each month to talk about our dates, that would be, you know, really fun for, you know, that second goal. But um, maybe just as important, having that motivation to actually go on the dates. And so what we did was we decided that um, when we meet up, 
if you didn't go on a date, then you owe a drink to everyone that did go on a date. Oh, snap. Yeah. It kind of like shows how degenerative we are. Like, we're just motivated by alcohol. (laughs) Right. Like, just the one drink was motivation enough for me to actually get back on the dating apps. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't take much. (laughs) Okay. And then what would be the reward if you did go? The drinks from the other people who didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, like I interesting. Said, Very quid pro quo. Okay, okay, okay. So then, hmm, do you guys think that this dating pact has actually helped throughout the 14 months? Because if we're in month 14 and assuming that you're a founding member of the group, and then also assuming that, you know, you haven't found the person to be in a long-term relationship with, that would mean that at this point, you've gone on 14 dates. Either that or you've like gone on some dates and then you've bought everyone else drinks. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's the latter. I feel like people have like there were people go through spurts where they're going on a lot of dates like every month with like different people or they're doing second dates with certain people they've met. And then we all kind of have gone through spurts where we're like, okay, I'm just tired of the apps and I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm willing to take an L for this month and just buy around a drink <laughs> for whoever went on a date. Um but I do kind of think, like, to Michelle's earlier point, like, the one thing that is so frustrating about the apps is, like, you'll go on these dates with people. And, like, if you didn't have a group like this or someone to talk to, you just have these weird stories that kind of go nowhere. And at least here, there's kind of like an outlet, which is nice. Oh, I love that. And you know what? Towards the end of this episode, we're going to hear some of those funny personal stories for sure. And of course, you guys won't disclose who went through what, right? You can just be like, oh, one of our friends, this. It doesn't have to be you guys. So (laughs) definitely looking forward to that. And I actually like what you said, Garibald, right? Because I think that's one thing about online dating that I hear from a lot of people that you get burnt out, right? right? Like. You could do it for like a month straight and then maybe you're just meeting people who are like, oh, time wasters or like, what am I really doing here? Or like the conversations are just not as exciting. And so you do get burnt out and you decide you want to like take a step back. So it's good that even for those people, they can just decide that, hey, you know what, this time around, I don't want to go on those dates. I just want to kind of take a step back and focus on me and then buy everyone else drinks and also just hear the good time that other people went through. Yep, exactly. exactly. I like this a lot. Yeah. So for you guys, how is it working out, right? Like, do you think that this was really motivational or are you like really in it more for like the stories? What's the tea, Michelle? I think the motivation was definitely a big one for me. Um, I feel like during COVID, I really paused dating, you know, early COVID, you really couldn't. Um, And even in 2021, I didn't go on all that many dates. And so at New Year's when we were talking about it, it really stemmed from a lot of us being like, all right, we got to put ourselves back out there. And so yeah, 2022, I have definitely been on more dates. Not as, not all successful, but I've definitely been putting myself out there and the motivation has been there for sure. Although, of course, I always love the stories, both telling (laughs) them and hearing them. Totally agree. I think that like motivation was at an all-time low during the height of the pandemic and like obviously no one was going out but what's interesting to me as an aside is the fact that I feel like I've seen so many pandemic couples like emerge and they've been very successful and would you know great um definitely wasn't my experience so like something like this was really good for me because it did sort of force me to get 
you know, back out there and start talking to people again and like going on dates. And I really wasn't like a habitual or serial dater before. So like having something like this, it's almost like going to the gym, like being held accountable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's mostly just for the story. It's not like there's going to be like a whole, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like a whole relationship coming out of a weird hinge date. But like, (laughs) I still don't, I still think of it as like time well spent because I have a story to tell. I get a beer and then I can like see my friends at the end of the month anyway. (laughs) Nice, nice. And you guys are going off of an honor code or are people actually sending evidence that this is the person I went on a date with? (laughs) I didn't even think about evidence. That's so interesting. (laughs) We should incorporate that. For now, it's all of an honor code. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. Like, I think that would be interesting if we... I don't know what the evidence would look like, but like we should consider it because I don't trust people in our group, Michelle. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, for my friends who are listening, they're going to be like, wow, Michelle, clearly it shows that you might not trust us as your friends. But I'm just saying, you know, people hear a lot of crazy dating stories out there. If I really don't want to buy drinks, maybe I could make something up. Although I would not, right? Although I would not. So I would not, right? Let the record reflect that I would not. But I mean, I think it sounds good still that you guys, and like you said, you guys go way back, college friends. So obviously, you know that people wouldn't lie. And I guess what's the motivation behind lying anyway? So you know what? I don't mean to bring trust issues to your group. I know. I I do like that idea. Uh, But yeah, I just, I don't think I could really come up with a story that's as funny or, you know, realistic as most of the dates are if I was coming up with a lie it'd be like the most bland date ever that is so true Michelle (laughs) when my friends are telling me stories or whatever right it helps me when you can tell me a story and I can see the face in my head so like usually my friends will just send me a picture of like somebody's profile or whatever and then they tell me the story so like in my head I know what to imagine I don't have to imagine like the face of the person and blah 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 because all those details are there so you know what maybe that's just a me thing I just like you know the extra details yeah it's actually such a good point like I feel like it would be so weird to not be able to pull up somebody's profile when you're talking about them in our group Michelle like If I couldn't show people photos, I think that would be so odd, you know? (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. So so then let's talk more about this part. I think this is more clarification on my part. So Garibald, you said going on one date a month with different people. So if someone, say, went on like a first date with someone and then they decided to go on a second date, would that count in the next month? If the second date no, it has to be a new person. Yeah. So our group has been pretty strict about that where like obviously it's in which might actually in a way be like a perverse incentive because you're incentivizing everyone to like go on a lot of first dates with people and get out there but like maybe not so much the second dates um mm-hmm. people have gone on second dates in our group i went on a few second dates third dates last year um with some people and that was good um but yeah like the i think the the premise has always been like meeting as many people and sort of like and and it it has most of it has been through I'll I'll like clarify most of it has been through like dating apps but not all of it has like oh okay like I feel like Michelle met people through like one of her sporty things in person yeah and like some of us (laughs) did it through like a newspaper like (laughs) yeah it's like so I feel like we're, we're really getting at people in a lot of ways so if we're going to like to the second date like I feel like 
the stories wouldn't be as interesting either. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. You actually have piqued my interest now because I'm like, can you tell me the newspaper story? How, like, how does that even work? So it's actually a really intense process. A bunch of us applied um, and have subsequently like been matched through the Boston Globe dating service. So I didn't know this before our group sort of convened, but like a lot of newspapers around the country have these weird dating services that will match singles together based on dating profiles. And so oftentimes like they'll have like a website application, you fill out your information, like all these like various questions. The Boston Globe one was actually really intense. It was like pages upon pages of oh, wow. like, like <laughs> behavioral questions and like what would you bring to a desert island and like what's your favorite food? Like it it was nonsense. Anyways. So <laughs> You put in all of these things that are like important to you or whatever, and then they try to match you with somebody of you know who's like minded, like age, whatever. And the premise is that you go on a date somewhere in the city of Boston, and they will cover up to I think like a hundred dollars for dinner, drinks, activities, whatever you sort of want to do. Um, so a number of us have like done that now, and like after the date is over, there's an exit interview and you have to sort of fill out responses about like, would you see this person again? Like, how did it go? Were they attractive to you? And then you like end up actually getting posted on like the Boston Globe. Like it's oh, I wow. think like their lifestyle page or something or like their weekend page. So yeah. This is so interesting. It's like a weekly column that they have. Yeah. So then the reviews that you give of the dates, like both you and the person you went on the date with would give reviews of each other and then they'll just be pu- like published in the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. So like what happens, they'll give you like a that exit interview with all these various questions. You answer them all and then they match up responses to like the same question between the two respondents and then they kind of publish it and they kind of like, they, they choose what's interesting and whatever. They put it in the weekly column. And this, by the way, was really interesting to me. I had no idea that so many of my coworkers had subscriptions to the Boston Globe until <laughs> next week. Um, so I didn't think anyone like even read newspapers anymore. So No, I had never even heard of the column before. So I'm I'm surprised that um people picked up on it that it was Yeah. New. So wait, so wait, Garibut, so you you when you do this, they use your actual name and last name? Yeah, not only that, they use a photo. So, like, you, oh, you have gosh. to send in, like, <laughs> a headshot. Like, there's real... I mean, with a name like mine, there's not really much hiding anyway. But, like, you have to put in, like, this headshot of, like... And most times, it's so funny. Like, I took the position, which I think is normal. I use, like, my work headshot, which is, like, professionally photoshopped and it looks great and whatever. There were people <laughs> who were putting up, like, these selfies from 2012. They looked awful. So, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I mean, this dating pact is good because it's getting you guys to put yourselves out there. But this newspaper thing of like putting your photo, you guys are out there, out there. You know, like this <laughs> all the way up. <laughs> this is so impressive. And thank you for sharing. You know, I'm sure for people who are listening who are looking for ways to meet people, like that's something new for some of them. Where it's like, hey, you can actually meet people in your city through your local newspaper and then see how it's how it goes there. So now I'm curious also about that. So prior to going on the date with the person, they don't show you guys photos of each other, right? It's more like a blind date. Totally blind. Yeah. So you don't even know their you don't only know their first name and like a time and a place and then 
you basically have to go up to either a hostess stand or whoever, like if you go into an activity, whatever, like the reception area is and be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like I'm here for, and then you usually give the editor's last name, which is where, who like made the reservation. And then they seat you at a table or they bring you to the bar or whatever. So it's like totally blind, which was, that was my first time doing that. It was kind of crazy, but. That's really intimidating. Wow. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, like, because you never really know. I mean, I guess you don't really know as much in a dating profile either, but at least you have a picture. Right. And maybe some interest, you know, but like with this, it was like, he's there, you know, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, I'm, I'm really impressed, honestly. And it sounds like I, I, what I also like about the dating packs is that you guys have kind of opened it up so that it's not just you know, you have to meet the person online, but you can meet them through various avenues. It's just more of just putting yourself out there, whatever that looks like. And Michelle, you said, or Garabit said, you met someone through like a sporting event, right? Like what kind of sporting event was this? Had you gone to watch a game? Were you playing? I'm in a sports league. And yeah, it was someone that I met in person um, while we were on the same team. Um, okay yeah we ended up going on a date and that counted (laughs) I love that I love that and for people who are listening I mean if the voices are confusing you and you're like which Michelle is which hey now you know that there's a sporty Michelle that's not me (laughs) and then there's me okay (laughs) so there's the one who just talks about how she plays sports so that's how you can also differentiate us okay cool so now we've come up with like how you guys came up with it and also like why it's been helpful and also why it's been fun. Do you feel like people are pretty committed to this? Or do you think that there's some people were like half in it, half out? So in other words, has there been a serial drink buyer off the group? <laughs> I would definitely say that we didn't do as well as I expected us to do. I kind of thought that we would all do a date pretty much every month. Um, I think the person who did the most months was around 10 months. Oh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, which was impressive. Um, And I would say I was probably on the lower end of, I think I only did four four months in 2021. I mean, sorry, 2022. Um, I did four months and then two since. So and then you're like, you know what? I am going to just pay pay up. <laughs> I'm gonna pay up drinks for all of my friends. <laughs> yeah, because it can be hard sometimes. Like, um, you might have a date scheduled for you know February 27th, which is what I had. You know, something right at the end of the month, and then the person cancels last minute, and then all of a sudden you're in March. Um, <laughs> so at some points, that yeah, you kind of have to. <laughs> Uh, if you want to date it's a that very much. niche concern yeah <laughs> you gotta um if you're aiming for that month you sometimes have to get on it pretty quickly um but yeah it can be hard to get a lot but um I also lost motivation and was traveling a lot over the summer so that's it. I went yeah. in and out gotcha gotcha no that was that was really funny um you have a date you're supposed to go on on the 27th and then the person is like can we move it to march and you're like no actually can we do it like february because yeah. i don't want to pay for drinks <laughs> can we do it tomorrow <laughs> and god forbid you should have a vacation scheduled because then like <laughs> you lose a whole week then right? they're away for something like and it's like it's... do you really want to go on a date like the you know two days before a vacation not really because then what happens if it goes well so you want to wait till after the vacation but there's all these variables that come into play right wow 
No, this is so impressive. And now a question I have also, and people have very different philosophies on this. Um, you know, some girls are like, uh, guys should be the ones who are asking me for a date. And then some girls are like, I'm fine with asking um, guys out on dates. So how has that worked out? Have they felt like they had to be the ones to ask for dates because of this deadline? Or have things kind of happened the other way where like, you know, kind of waiting on the guys to ask to meet up first? I think I'm not sure about everyone, but I do think it's encouraged us to ask about the dates a little bit more often. Like I know Mm -hmm. at least one instance, someone said, you know, Hey, do you want to go on a date tomorrow? Because it was the end of the month. Um, (laughs) So I think if it hasn't been more explicit, you know, do you want to go on a date? It might, I feel like for me, it was more subtle of, having a conversation or asking at restaurants near them or certain things that makes them end up asking. But if they're not getting the hint, then yeah, I would just ask. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So it, it has kind of gotten you to like get even further out of your comfort zone. Cause I know you mentioned that you weren't even into the whole online thing before. So like not only being online, but then also sometimes being the person to be like, Oh, Hey, can we like meet up? Yeah. Mm, and I also okay. found that, um, cause I had been on the apps, pre-COVID and um, to various, you know, varying degrees of success. But I found that I would often let conversations like just disappear. And then I'd be like, oh, well, that's okay. Um, Or if there was someone that I was kind of interested in, but not super interested in, then I wouldn't necessarily have that motivation to go on a date. Or I feel like now it's really been that extra push to make sure that I do pursue these conversations and do pursue that the dates in an instance where I might not otherwise have, you know, Mm. there's so much screening that only so much screening you can do on the app of, you know, do we click? Do we have the same sense of humor? Like there's only so much that can happen in a conversation, especially over in an app when you're not responding very quickly to each other. And so I think this was like the extra push I needed to just, go meet them in person and you kind of know right away whether you think that it might be a match or not so I love this I'm like taking notes because I'm like listen you never know when you need these things you know so that you can share with other people (laughs) yeah it's it definitely sounds like there's a lot of pushing like not only in terms of like meeting new people but then also on the other side I think something you brought up was when it's online dating sometimes conversations just fizzle out, right? Like you feel lazy Mm -hmm. to reply. And the next thing it's like five days later, but now there's kind of that intentionality, intentionality. That's a word, right? Right. Definitely a word. Yeah. (laughs) But when I said that, something sounds off. Anyway, there's definitely like an intentionality to like keep a conversation going or intentionality to like meet someone so that you can decide if there is that in-person, in-person chemistry. Wow. Okay, cool. Do you guys have any other personal stories or stories that you want to share about the pact or you feel like we've covered them? I think it's been interesting hearing all of this stories because there has been such a wide variety of dates you know like Garib had mentioned there's the newspapers there's meeting people in person there's um obviously the dating apps um speed dating counted um there have been a wide variety and then you end up hearing a lot of fun stories which is great but I also found that it was also helpful that we could get advice from each other um Mm. 
you know, it wasn't all one-sided of this is how the date went and that's it. Um, it was also, you know, you could ask, oh, I'm interested in so-and-so, like, how do I get them to ask me out? You know, that was not a dating app person. That was a, an in-person or a real life person, but um, getting that advice from other people that, that you might not otherwise talk about your dating life with, like every, you know, on a monthly basis. Um, mm. It was nice kind of keeping in touch with how everyone's doing. Wow. I absolutely love that. And now that you're talking about the advice thing, um, I'm just curious, like if there were any situations where maybe the first date didn't go well and it was because of, you know, like the person in your group who felt like, oh, they were the reason why it didn't go well. Like would people feel comfortable then asking for advice from the rest of the group on that? I think they'd be comfortable. We're definitely comfortable with each other, but I don't think that that happened. I feel like the issue with our group also is the fact that it's a bit of an echo chamber. So if somebody were to say like, oh, like I think this date went poorly, we would all be like, it was definitely them. It wasn't you. Don't even think about it. Let's move on. Kind of thing. I really, which by the way, like not a good, that's like not always a good thing. But I don't really know if anyone has had like stories or dates that have been so demonstrably bad that they've been, they've come to the group and they've asked like, oh, like, what could have gone better? Because at that point, if it's been so bad, you're kind of like, it's the first date, I'll cut my losses and keep going. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, I feel like it might, that might be like a really interesting question to ask, like for somebody who's been on like, like, like two good dates, for example, and then like a bad third date, I don't know, or something like that, because then maybe there's more constructive criticism you could put into it. <laughs> you know? And you know what? I absolutely love what you said, Garbage, which is the fact that the rest of the group is so encouraging, right? Because yeah, like, sometimes sometimes it happens that like you know someone goes on a date and like maybe the other person that they're on a date with says something that could potentially be harmful to your friend's self-esteem right and so it's nice to have a group of people who are supportive enough to tell you that hey like you're perfect there's nothing wrong with you and this is just not the person you know like there'll be somebody else because I think in a world where people just do online dating without having people who they share their dating lives with people can run into situations where like maybe they'll stop dating because they felt like, you know, whatever the other person said was true about them, which might not have been true. So it's nice that you guys support each other and like encourage each other to, you know, keep going and to move on to the next. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'll say one of my favorite stories about the fact that this is a group is, um, you know, when you're on the dating apps, we're all, you know, several people are seeing the same people popping up. Um, and my favorite was one month when someone went on a date with someone that someone else in the group had gone on a date with. Um, and it's, that is really funny, funny, uh, comparing stories. That is so funny. I actually didn't think about that. I did not think that. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense, especially when it's like you're all in the same city, right? You're bound to date the same people at some point. It's just nice that you guys have a place to share these things because then you'll know immediately whereas I think sometimes you know between friends if you never share like who you're dating or whatever it can turn out like you know three months later that for three months both of you have been dating the same person right like they're just trying to decide between friends so that's amazing I love that I love that a lot one story of mine that I think is like emblematic of something that I would tell other people is that I went on like five dates with this guy last year um over the course of the year and like it was like various different things like dinner drinks i i ran into him actually at like a a book signing which was weird but like 
all of these like sort of weird dates, like no labels, whatever. And then towards mm-hmm. the end of it, he was like, yeah, like I really just see us like being friends or whatever, which was kind of like frustrating in the moment. But I think what I would say to other people is like, there shouldn't be an issue with like getting out there and going on these dates because like worse comes to worse, you've either tried a new bar, you tried a new restaurant or mm-hmm. you have a new friend. So like, all those things are are positive. So even if it doesn't end up being like a second date, a relationship, marriage, like whatever, like I think it's worth doing. Um, and outside of our group, I have anecdotally a lot of friends that are like serial daters. They love going on dates. I, <laughs> I'm sort of in between on that point. But like before doing this, I definitely wouldn't have bothered at all. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can't see the value in just like doing this, even if it's just for fun and if it's like just one date, so. I love that. I love that. And I feel like that's a perfect way to even end the episode, right? That it's not all last time because you do get to experience something new, right? And I think also dating teaches, I feel like sometimes dating teaches you things, right? Like you could learn that, okay, this is what I'm looking for in someone or like this is stuff that I definitely don't want to look for in someone because you've like put yourself in a situation where you're like talking to someone who you might be interested in. So, you know, like what Garabit said, hey, you know, it's not last time. Maybe you just get to try a new restaurant and that's totally okay. (laughs) So thank you so, so much, Michelle and Garabit, for being on the podcast. This was so fun. And I'm going to tell all my friends about this dating patch thing and encourage it. (laughs) So thank you for sharing. Are you going to start your own? Hey, 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 hey. I don't need the world knowing right now. Who knows? Who knows, girl? I'll keep you posted in the DMs on iMessage. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so, so much for being on here. And I wish everyone in your, you know, dating group or like dating packed, um, all the best, you know. And you guys have started something that's honestly amazing. And I feel like for people who are listening there. They're probably like, wow, this is cool. And I might want to try it with some friends as well. So thank you both for coming on here. Thanks so much for having us. And to everybody who was listening, thank you for listening. If you guys have any questions about the dating pact, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Unpacking Love. And I will send those questions over to Michelle and Garabit. That's it from us, you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. (laughs) 